Good evening. It is Saturday night in Santa Barbara. I'm sitting outside and I'm going to do a women's health podcast. The first one talks about five fitness and nutrition myths busted. So let's talk about it. Myth one, if you want to lose weight, exercise and eat low carb. What happens if you don't eat enough carbs is your body actually burns up your lean muscle mass for energy, said says uh, Jana Millam, a registered dietitian at Baptist Medical Center. She has a whole list of misconceptions about nutrition and fitness. Myth two, energy drinks will give you an edge in your workout. Basically, what they're taking in with an energy drink is a lot of caffeine and a lot of sugar, and often a lot of calories and other things we're not totally sure about. The best thing to drink during your workout is water. Water is the best thing you can drink for your muscles and to sustain you through a workout. Myth number three, you can't get enough cardio and aerobic exercise. What really happens, they're not taking enough calories to sustain that exercise and so the body tends to hold onto fat stores because it feels like it's starving. Diet sodas have never lost popularity despite concerns about NutraSweet. So, let's talk about myth four. Diet sodas must be a good, no-calorie beverage choice. Wrong. Particularly for women, diet drinks are full of phosphorus. Uh, interesting, huh? Which depletes bone density. If you're taking in more than a couple of diet drinks a day, you can run the risk of losing bone density. So finally, in myth number five, eating at night will make you fat. What really matters is your total calorie intake throughout the day. I always tell people what you put in, you've got to take back out. So it's really a balance. You want to eat and drink calories that are going to sustain your weight through the day. But there's really no cutoff time. What you eat at night is part of that total calorie intake for the day. So go ahead and enjoy that late night snack as long as you've reserved the calorie count. But I think it's important to add here is that you could have a little bit of indigestion if you go lay down after eating. The next one is called, For African American Women, Thin May Not Be In. Many women today are dissatisfied with their weight, body shape, and size, and often strive to be unrealistically thin. A University of Missouri grad student has found that black women actually differ from white women in the perception of the ideal body shape and size. Bloodman, a doctoral student in the Department of Educational School and Counseling Psychology at University of Missouri's College of Education, examined the cultural issues, excuse me, the cultural ideals of body type for black women, changing the focus from weight and thinness to shape in order to better understand black women's perception of attractiveness. Previously, most research focused primarily on middle to upper class white women, which you've heard me talk about before, and excludes African American women. Historically, she said, the ideal for women is to be thin. However, she noticed that within certain communities, thinness was not the most desired shape for women. She surveyed 79 African American women using a questionnaire designed to measure concerns about body image, weight, shape, and satisfaction. Her goal was to find out how satisfied African-American women are with their bodies, what the ideal shape is for black women, and whether there is a discrepancy between the ideal and actual shapes of the women. 
In her research, she found that black women are satisfied in general with their bodies, but still have certain areas they would like to improve, specifically their mid and lower torsos. Additionally, she found that shape is more important than weight in the African-American community, as most, apparent, most participants believe the most attractive body shape for them was slightly overweight compared to the BMI, or Body Mass Index, standards. Many women of color that she talked to wanted to look a certain way that is difficult to obtain. Within their communities, communities having a curvy body type is preferable to being really thin or really heavy. Isn't that cool? Um, I, I, I'm just really excited about that research because back in 1995, I published a paper, or I had a paper published in uh, Nursing Outlook, where I talk about that uh, that being it shouldn't be based on this uh, anorexic white model that we have today, kind of defining um, fashion, but instead I use I coined the term. Um, uh, be fat and fit so I think it's about being fit but I do think the body mass index is a good standard to follow but I do think when we look at body mass index as well as health we need to to look at the standards within the culture and that can be different than the classic white thin anorexic look anyway this is Dr. Gwen I'm trying to keep my podcast a little shorter I hope all are well, and uh, again, if you ever have a comment for me, please send it to Gwen at drgwen.com, and I look forward to hearing from you. Wishing you joy, happiness, and health. Bye now.